It's the year 20 squared. An unknown virus threatens our very way of life. As it spreads across the globe, it leaves turmoil and economic destruction in its wake. The world governments begin closing borders and quarantining its citizens. Anyone without a job that is deemed essential must stay at home to prevent further spread of the virus. But for some people, the signal never stops. And there are still video games to be played. Lit Gaming Arena presents Terminal News. Welcome to Terminal News. We're going to talk about a whole bunch of news, bullshit, all the cool stuff. Oh yeah, we curse on this podcast. I should probably mention that because I don't mark the podcast as being uh, explicit. NC-17. Yeah, we're because, I mean, well, the way I see it is Giant Bomb. We curse about as much as Giant Bomb does, and they don't mark their podcast yeah, as but explicit. I'm more vulgar. <laughs> like, I, but I don't feel like we're okay, vulgar it's enough not, to be marked as explicit. Yeah, I not necessarily that I swear too much. It's that I paint very vivid, grotesque images in people's minds. <laughs> and it's also liminal. <laughs> no, it's, no, um, no. I because I don't want to mark us as explicit and be like, and people be like, oh, we can't listen to that podcast because they're explicit. It's like, no, I just, I just cuss. These curse words, everybody uses curse words now. It's more socially acceptable to say the word fuck. It's like vaping. It's socially it's acceptable, like even in the work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, even my 72-year-old boss drops the F-bomb every once yeah, in a while. exactly. Like, everybody's, like, fucking shit and all that stuff while they're at work. So, I mean, like... You can really see, like, the gears turning in her head, too, when she goes to drop it. Like, she's contemplating whether or not it's appropriate around <laughs> me. Yeah, and I, <laughs> I can't help but just be like, do I look like somebody that would be offended by it's that? Like, bro, or? I'm a millennial. <laughs> I know, exactly. I'm like, uh... I just now turned 30. I'm basically like, still a college bruh, student in the eyes I, of I'm my a peers. sailor. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. So... Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, let's get on with the show. And we're going to enter, first of all, the Coronasphere, which there isn't a whole ton happening. I mean, the news isn't as like exploding as it once was. Um, but we're just going to go through this stuff here. Um, so Final Fantasy 15's next big update is uh, delayed because of the coronavirus. Uh, it's originally scheduled for mid-June. Uh, did they say when it was going to get pushed back to? I don't see a date, but yeah. So if you're, if you were looking forward to that in June, you don't look forward to it in June. It's not getting released in June anymore. Uh, Nintendo says to stop using alcohol to clean your joy cons. So with everybody trying to clean their stuff and being clean all the time, um, and trying to disinfect their joy cons, I guess if you were sharing stuff with other people, apparently alcohol is not a good thing to clean your joy cons with. So I guess it'll be it's damaging to the finish on the um the Joy Cons. So they said also not just alcohol but other cleaners were potentially risky as well. We also cannot recommend using non-alcoholic disinfecting sheets as depending on the ingredients they may damage the plastic parts. So I guess long story short, you can't really sanitize your Joy Cons. <laughs> so for cleaning that what they recommend for cleaning purposes. Use a soft, dry cloth. <laughs> so don't clean them at all. So, yeah, don't, yeah, don't, yeah. Did I mention that I got Joy-Con drift on my original Joy-Cons, my red and blue ones? No, you did Yeah, they're, uh, at least the red one specifically is drifting. Uh, I need to send it in, but I was going to wait until the COVID kind of clears up a bit before I ship them somewhere. You'll get it in like six I months. I mean, it doesn't affect me much because I have a second set of Joy-Cons, yeah. so... 
I'm just using those instead of yeah. my red and blue ones. Just means no Mario Party for a while. There's no Mario Party anyway. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's, no. Um. So Ricky or Mario Rick, Party in this Rick this May. economy. It's not, it's <laughs> yeah. Nope. So Rick May, the voice actor from Team Fortress and Star Fox, has passed away from coronavirus. He's the this one that says the famous the famous phrase we all know and love: "Do a barrel roll." Now he's doing a barrel roll in heaven. <laughs> yeah, a giant bomb brought this up, and I the way that they are like, oh, it's it's so sad. It's it's so sad. Like it almost sounded like you know, like the episode where like somebody like I think Michael Scott thinks that somebody died, and he's just like, oh, geez, oh, that's yeah, I don't, you guys, I Who's this Michael is so Scott? depressing. Like this, I've never the watched office. The Office. Oh God, have we? What? <laughs> God damn it. The well, office anyway, are people for people who, who, who don't the- have Seinfeld in their life. <laughs> um, Seinfeld is for old yeah, people. Yeah, that's what uh, young up-and-coming office fans would say. <laughs> Seinfeld is like um, Coke, and The Office is like Coke too. A big pile of duty. <laughs> how can you say that when you've never watched it? Yeah, let's just say I've never watched it. <laughs> watched a couple episodes. It wasn't anyway, my cup of tea. Anyway, yeah. So I get that there was one part where he was just like, it almost sounded like they were they were trying to say how sad it was, but it didn't sound like very genuine. And this, this just it was weird. It was funny. I obviously I can't really explain it word for word because I have a shitty memory. But uh, we're gonna move on. Activision Blizzard CEO Bobby Kotick gave ten thousand employees his personal cell phone number for for what to come. To complain? I've, to call so up? That, so, <laughs> so they're like implementing work from home policies and one of their plans included giving 10,000 workers a direct line to the CEO. Huh. That's it's weird. Know. I mean, obviously it's not his personal number. It's probably like, yeah, we just got another phone and this is the phone. This is the this is the like the red the red phone in the White House. I always think of it like the direct uh, line to Russia. There's a episode of American Dad where he's like, "This is the family phone, and this is the friend phone." <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm just thinking of uh, Red Alert, where they just have that big red phone that just goes directly to Russia. <laughs> just as soon as you pick it up, you're just That's- on the line with Russia. Yeah, it the, doesn't the, even the, ring. It's it, just you it, have to hope they also are picked up. It's, <laughs> it's um, let's see. So Activision Blizzard employees around the world will be working remotely for the foreseeable future, and that, and that employees will be receiving mental health support and childcare providers if needed. Activision Blizzard has also paid for home broadband upgrades and allowed workers to take home any equipment necessary for their jobs. Um, and if they ever have any questions or concerns, they can ring up Crotic personally and speak to the top executive of their company. That is so strange. I wonder how often he actually answers, though. I mean, can he get you, like, cool stuff? Like, if you want a gun or something? <laughs> he says a few hundred people have actually called him. And they say, yeah, we want our jobs back. Yeah. so yeah that's it's interesting because i know like he's somewhat of a controversial figure in the gaming industry somewhat polarizing maybe not 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 as not as much as uh our friend over at gearbox uh, oh holy shit we um, did we even talk about him last episode i don't think we did but yeah they that fucking piece of shit randy pitchford he (laughs) He's de- basically the, the to sum up the story that I'm sure everybody knows from everybody else. But uh, the Gearbox employees work at kind of a pay deficit compared to the rest of the industry, so they they don't make as much money as the rest yeah. of the industry people. But the promise is that they get huge bonuses upon completion of the game uh, and see benefits of like part of the proceeds of said game. And obviously, launching a big title like yep. Borderlands Three, which has made ass loads of money like hand over fist uh people were expecting big bonuses up into the six figure numbers like big old bonuses and that yeah did not and happen, randy pitchford but, but uh randy pitchford got himself uh several million dollars he was got 17 million he got 12 million before the game even shipped in a bonus so yeah and that, that was before the game even was finished so who knows how much he's reaped yeah. off this and then, yeah, they he cited. He used the old famous line, "Yeah, if you don't like it, then yeah." You during leave. pandemic times, where people are uncertain of the future, which is not 
great rhetoric, and I know they're kind of trying to maybe scrape together a mass exodus, which unfortunately I don't know would work unless they've unless people are working on the back end to secure job positions at other places to mass exodus in a way that way through, so let's say, uh, yeah. Underground Railroad. No. <laughs> well, I mean, the other option is to uh, unionize. I, I, you, unionizing <laughs> wouldn't help you in this case, really, I don't think. Because, I mean, the, by the like, it would help you, I guess, like get better pay up front. But I mean, like people like the like, I think the idea of the bonus is like pretty good idea, which I mean, I don't like in a union scenario, you might not reap the benefits of something like that. But well, I mean, anything can be written into a union. That's contract. true. But who knows? Who knows? But it, it just I, I, I don't see if if they're paying the employees better, I don't see them getting as high or nearly as high of bonuses. And I know like many people who have worked at Gearbox for a long time have been able to buy houses with the amount of money they've raked in off bonuses, like straight up buy a house. So yeah. these are large bonuses. But yeah, Randy Pitchford is basically Satan, but we already all knew that. Oh, yeah. He's a piece yeah, of crap. so he is like, uh, he's the Hojo of this so operation. It's like, yeah. So, like, when everybody everybody used to hate Bobby Kotick, now he's the good guy giving his phone number out to all of his kind, employees. I don't even company. see that as newsworthy, personally. <laughs> like, like once again, like... And yet we're talking it's a about fucking, it a lot. <laughs> like, employees now have on him on, like, speed dial. It's like, cool. Like, I don't know. I, I think of my business... Well, the only like, reason I can call up my boss, my owner of the well, company see, the, I work at, I could just call him up. Well, yeah, but you work in a company of like 20 people. Oh, well, thanks a lot for belittling <laughs> me. <laughs> like, I feel like, I mean, God, my, my company employs like 30,000 people, and I can't imagine like getting the number to our CEO and just calling. Oh, there up. are, there are the methods, to, Justin. There are methods. <laughs> The only reason I wanted to bring it up is just the fact that, like, usually people view Bobby Kotick in a negative he light. He is a sneaky snake. I mean, I still don't like acting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, like, this is a positive thing. So I wanted to highlight that because it's positive. For now. Until Marcus, the death threats start rolling <laughs> God. Death threats Jesus. aren't like they used to. It's more like, hey, yo, Bobby Kotick, I'm going to give you COVID-19. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> Um, all right, well, let's move on. So, uh, Gamescom 2020 won't happen in Germany. It's going digital. How do you like our all digital future? It, I like it. I don't have to go anywhere. I have an excuse to never yeah, go I anywhere. Yeah, I like ordering uh, <laughs> gro digital groceries. Um, They're, It's nutritious. And shaking my digital trees in Animal Crossing and eating my digital <laughs> apples. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Office Noise Simulator makes working ho from home. Less soul-crushingly lonely article from Kotaku. <laughs> Speaking of Kotaku, uh, Jason Schreier left. Whoa, wait. I didn't see that in the news at all. What? Yeah, Jason Schreier quit Kotaku. Jesus. Well. Because because of the new ownership. So they finally got to him. Uh, yeah, he, I, I, I felt like this was a long time coming. Uh, yeah. The Split Screen podcast, which I listened to, even though I, I, I don't. I can't say it's not the highlight of my week listening to it, like honestly, but either way, they are now because or split screen. So it's, <laughs> so it's just, it's because, so that's still going to remain the Jason Schreier podcast. Yeah. Jason Schreier, uh, uh, who is it? Maddie Myers and Kirk Hamilton. Uh, but yeah, they're going to be there. Those three are still going to keep the podcast alive, but through a different channel, which is called triple click. Huh. But yeah, it, it's just weird. I mean, but J Jason Schreier, I mean, he, like that's a big loss for Kotaku realistically. Oh, yeah, totally. Because I mean, he was a he's a powerhouse in the g video game journalism. No, he's kind of see my issue with him listening to him on split screen is like I'm like he likes to really control the conversation in a. And sometimes a rude way. <laughs> I I personally feel like I'm like I'm like man, you cut off like Kirk Hamilton there. Like you just you should just run a podcast <laughs> by himself. <laughs> Maybe he's he's an interesting character, at least from what I've gleaned from listening to that. But yeah, I mean, I'm gonna I guess switch to listening to Triple Click and see. It should be exactly the same. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Um, so there is a, so this website 
creates ambient background noise of an office so that you don't have to feel alone while you're working. Is it like, uh, will it it's be called, a ma- manager quietly in the background yelling at an employee like, hey, you shouldn't uh, be fucking doing that. <laughs> <laughs> so it's called I miss the office dot EU. It's funny because I miss the so Seinfeld. Yeah, it's a website. And you can you can change the number of colleagues that are in the office. I wonder what the max is. So not include okay, Michael can, Scott. Yeah. So you can you can choose between zero and ten <laughs> they're colleagues. Op- they're opening. They're opening like on the the opening page is close your eyes and imagine you're in the office. It's beautiful, right? <laughs> um, no. I wonder what this sounds like. Oh, I gotta turn the volume up here. Oh, why? Sounds like an office. Hey, Marcus, you feel like you're in an office right now? Do you feel like you're at work? No, because mine has very loud uh, fans and vents blasting like 24 Oh, there's a sneeze. Someone sneezed. <laughs> He's got the Rona. Get him out of here. Wait, so what What happens if you like increase it? Well, I, I was at 10. That was 10? That was 10. So what's it sound like when it's like, okay, it's like four. This is four. I don't hear like, shit. This is like the worst audio content I've ever heard. Oh, oh yeah, it's, that's it's probably not loud enough to get over the uh, noise gate in Discord, so that's probably why you don't hear it. <laughs> I mean, what is loud enough to get so over the noise like gate in Discord? Like fan in the background, yeah, then, basically. It, it just said, yeah, it just sounds. You could like, just get one of those like, like an air conditioning. Just get one of those noise canceling devices, and it would work just as fine. Noise canceling device. What yeah, are you talking make, about? It's like a it's like a device that. The, my doctor has it in his office so that people outside the door can't hear what you're saying. And it like it emits like just a sh- like the way that sounded the the office thing sounded. And he says he said it was like a noise canceler. I don't know if those work that well. Well, I don't know. I just letting you know that <laughs> if you wanted that ambient sound, that thing makes that noise. But there was a, there wasn't just it wasn't just a fan. There was like sounds of like people hustle and bustling in the office. You know what? I tried. <laughs> I, mean, I tried to want, participate. If you want white noise, talk, you could just there's white noise generators. I tried to participate. I tried to talk. Um, so that's it for the Rona news. We're gonna leave the Corona sphere and. Uh, Hop right into this week in lawsuits. Did you see this one, Marcus? Did you see this with your eyes? I don't see shit with my eyes. I'm all the way in a different uh, house. <laughs> a different dimension. With your special eyes. So Selena Gomez is suing a game for $10 million for stealing her likeness. Great. Then this works so well for uh, Lindsay Lohan suing Grand Theft Auto. So they literally took, like, they, it's, they, they t- copied an image directly from a magazine with a picture of her on it and just like flipped it horizontally. Like it's like they, they fucking line traced this thing almost. Oof. That's bad. Um, so it's a, a company called, or it's a game called clothes forever styling game, a phone game that will by its own account, allow you to live out all your fantasies and become a fashionista. You were born to be, <laughs> And there's also in-game currency in this game, so you can get you can uh, buy up to ninety-nine dollars of in-game currency, just like all those free games. But yeah, so they used her likeness without her permission. So um, I don't know. We'll see how that goes because, like you said, the Grand Theft Auto one didn't seem to go all that well. But I the feel Grand like the Grand Theft Auto one didn't hold like any water. Maybe this holds more, but it's hard. I think to this say. one. I think this one definitely does hold more. Because the one, the Grand Theft Auto one, it didn't even look like her. It looked like they actually, it was like someone else <laughs> to me. Yeah, I mean, it it had elements of her, but it was like, it looked like, yeah, it was a 3D, like, it was like a character maybe based on her, but not necessarily stealing her likeness. See, when I saw that character, I didn't think it was her likeness. I thought it was actually someone else's likeness. I was like, oh, that's supposed to be her? No, <laughs> but... Yeah, but this is, they literally, like, clothes and all, they just, like, completely, like, line trace this whole image and just put it in the game. Like, the pose, down even down to the bracelet on her arm. Wow. Yeah. Um, the markings on one of her shirts. Yeah, it's definitely just completely ripped from <laughs> the magazine cover. 
so yeah, that's this week in lawsuits. We haven't had that that say the segment in a while on the show. There haven't been too many lawsuits going around, so it's like more like this couple months in lawsuits. <laughs> um, where are we looking at for time? I think what we're going to do is take a quick break, and then we'll come back with more news. Sweet. Hey, Dan. What's going on, Dave? So I got this idea for a new podcast, all right? It's all about video games. But we already do a podcast about video games. And 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 Dan, Dan we, we, we can talk about the latest gaming news, retro collecting, movies, nerd culture. Yeah, but Dave, wait, I mean, we... And, 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 and we can call it the Rated G for Gamers podcast. Yeah, that's the name of our show that we already do now. Oh, Dan, it's going to be fantastic. The Rated G for Gamers podcast. New shows every Tuesday, wherever podcasts are sold. Okay, and we are back with more news. Um, so the ESRB ratings will now tell you if a game has loot boxes. They should have done this a long time ago. Yeah, I'm surprised it wasn't a, or a thing already. Um, but yeah, so now the ESRB will add, well, we'll, cause you know, when you see like those descriptions for a rating, um, so now one says in game purchases and a follow up description that says includes random items. And I'm curious though, with, uh, if what about games like, uh, crash team racing where it was patched in after the game came out? That is, that's interesting. Yeah. Cause I know there's a lot of that where. It wasn't just Crash Team Racing, but a bunch of games where that type of stuff wasn't added until after the game launched. Like, wasn't uh, Battlefront one of those that did that? Yeah, well, Battlefront is a weird story because they <laughs> pulled microtransactions to be put back in at a later That's date. That's right. That's so right. they were there, then they pulled them, and then they put them back in. That's right. Um, so in-game purchases includes random items will be assigned to all games that include purchases with any randomized elements, including loot boxes, gotcha games, item or card packs, prize wheels, treasure chests, and more. Uh, games that have uh, in-game purchases includes random items. Notice that notice may also include other non-randomized paid elements. So yeah, that's a, it's a new thing for the uh, ESRB. Um, did we mention the NASCAR driver last week? Yes. Yeah, we did. Okay, because there was an update here. I want to make sure I get the update part. Where's the update? Oh, so um, his racing team or whatever, Chip Chip Ganassi Racing, has decided to permanently part ways with Larson. So you uh, say some game awards and you pay the consequences. You pay the gamer price. <laughs> you say some game awards, <laughs> you pay the gamer price. <laughs> which sometimes means a temporary ban or a permanent ban <laughs> yeah so their statements on twitter saying as we said before the comments that kyle made of course his name is kyle um were both offensive and unacceptable especially given the values he used to be our- sponsored by monster yeah <laughs> now if he were still sponsored by monster they'd be a-okay with that probably no <laughs> uh, especially given the values of our organization as we continue to evaluate the situation with all the relevant parties, it became obvious that this was only appropriate course of action to take. <laughs> I just, I still love the fact that his sponsor were like, we don't we don't sponsor losers. See ya. <laughs> or quitters, not losers. We don't sponsor quitters. All right, moving on. Uh, the, the Nintendo Switch finally lets you remap the controls. Which I don't know. This is always a weird thing because a lot of consoles just don't let you do that inherently. Yeah, so I was like, I was wondering, like, why is this a finally thing? Like, this should be like, finally, a console lets you remap controls. I mean, you can, you can do, you can do it on Xbox if you have an Elite controller. I am not sure if you can with the regular controllers on Xbox, but I know if you like with the Elite controller, you can go into like the controller settings app on the Xbox, and you you can remap any button to another button on the elite controller which is nice but i don't know if you can on other things but yeah like it's weird that everyone's like saying like finally like yeah finally a the console lets you do it why 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 would you expect that 
Nintendo Switch should have been one in the first place. Like, and I'm just like, I, I'm used to controls just occasionally being weird as fucking games anyway, so I'm not going to remap anything. It just fucks with me even more. Yeah, because then you, like, you have to, like, I don't know, if you, if you play the game somewhere else, then you have to get used to the old controls again. Otherwise, you're sitting there having to remap the controls on someone else's console. <laughs> Stuff like that's weird. It does, it does throw me off, too, because... I remap. I use that Elite controller for cross out and I use the paddles on that. And that still like throws me off where when I go to play another game, I'm like expecting the paddles. And then I'm like, oh, wait, I don't use the paddles in this game. I don't use it in this other game. You need to use the paddles in every. <laughs> yeah, I know. But it's just like because I have them. Tri- I have them set to like because in it's in typical car um, racing games where the right trigger is accelerate and left trigger is reverse. But then like shooting weapons is like the left button and right button. And sometimes that screws with you when you're like trying to like back up and reverse or trying to accelerate, but then also fire your weapon at the same time. Cause your fingers already on the trigger. It helps to have those paddles. And that just like, re- I wrap those paddles to the left button and right buttons. So now I don't have to take my fingers off the trigger in order to fire the gun. So Yeah. But that's pretty cool that they did add this feature. Um, so for anyone that wanted that feature, congratulations. Um, did you hear about the ant- the always-on anti-cheat system for Valorant? No. So when you install Valorant, it installs a kernel driver that just automatically runs every time you turn your PC on. And it's their anti-cheat thing for Valorant. <laughs> so huh. not really kosher and also it doesn't work because like people that are playing valorant are already seeing people cheat in the game so obviously it's the shit ain't working i don't know i've heard valorant's all right uh but i don't know i'm not even interested in it i'm not a csgo player or counter-strike player so i mean it it just looks like every skin counter-strike to me yeah it just looks like counter-strike with with some yeah like with some overwatch in there some siege in there yeah um so so you have a piece of software that can't be turned off that runs with elevated privileges non-stop on your system one of the users wrote who first uh called attention to it let's say the anti-cheat gets compromised tomorrow you won't know that your computer is exposed and won't update until you start the game <laughs> and writes anti-cheat lead paul Chamberlain uh, responded to the concerns on the Valorant subreddit telling concerned players that Vanguard is was functioning as intended. This is a uh, very different than common anti-cheat programs like Fortnite's easy anti-cheat, which is only active when the game is active. A common way to bypass such measures is to activate cheats before loading the anti-cheat program and even utilizing exploits that tamper with the anti-cheat directly as it turns on. Chamberlain said, Riot claims that having Vanguard boot up with players' computers was the best way to prevent these tactics. So it's like, yeah, we're just going to, like, control your PC. And, yeah, that's really dumb. I don't like that. So, yeah, they're just like, yeah, so this is it. That's how it works, and we're cool with that. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. Oh, all of Vanguard has been audited for security weaknesses by external audit firms as well as our internal security team, with the particular emphasis being placed on kernel component. We built it on principle of least privilege, where the driver has has a few has as few features and does as few things as possible. For example, the driver does not communicate with the internet or collect any information. All functions that can be done outside of the driver context are done by non-driver components. This reduces the attack surface of the driver, making it less likely that security vulnerabilities exist. Yeah, uh, famous last words. You that 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 whole paragraph was just a challenge to hackers. <laughs> You, challenge accepted. <laughs> you, just, you just challenged them to hack the shit out of your anti-cheat system. So good job. Good job, guys. Um, and then in the, the last kind of big news, the big the big the biggest news of the week, I would say, uh Crisis is getting remastered and is coming to the Switch. Yeah, it's coming to Switch PS4, Xbox One. Uh, but the <laughs> Switch is so interesting one because it is doing being done by Oh, I forget the name of the devs, but they're the ones that ported Witcher 3 to okay. the Switch. Well, so. then they know about making hardcore games run on a Switch. Yeah, so uh, will it run Crisis? Yes. yes. it will. But I mean, like, what? so it's being remastered. What, in, what Cry, Cry Engine is this using? Because I know, like, the Cry Engine 
that the was first one. The cryogen that was used for Crisis <laughs> was like more like in some ways more advanced than the the successors to that engine because it was just like just pure graphics power and not efficient at all. Because I remember when they came out with the new engine and they showed like side by side pictures and people were like, wow, Crisis One looks better. <laughs> it's like, well, that's, I mean, I assume this is just still, cri- it's still just Crisis One. So it's still in their regular Crisis engine. Maybe. Would be my guess. It's just, I assume now they're able to export the higher, like, fidelity assets. Like, because on the PS4 and like, it's supposed to be what, like, 4K they're saying. So yeah. Yeah. But not not on Switch, obviously. Yeah, yeah. I would assume it's just going to be the regular ass game on Switch. But it just seems crazy to me because I know, like the the like I said, the Cry CryEngine One was very poorly optimized, and that's one of the reasons why it's used as a benchmark for PC games to this day. Is the fact that like if your game if your PC can run it well, then you have a good PC because the engine is terribly optimized. <laughs> It's just eating up all the mass, like just eating up RAM and everything. Yeah, like. yeah, it's just and all the CPU cycles and GPU cycles. Now here's a question: Do they add ray tracing to it? No. <laughs> just, oh God! When when they port it to PS5, yeah, Xbox One X, they don't have ray tracing. What Series X? But it's, <laughs> apparently, Crisis is set in 2020. I didn't know that. Well, that makes it perfect. I don't remember them having uh, COVID-19 in it, but... <laughs> no, that'll be the DLC. <laughs> so it features the original campaign enhanced with high-quality textures, an HD texture pack, improved art assets, temporal anti-aliasing, SSDO, SV, SVOGI, whatever those are, uh, state-of-the-art depth, depth fields, new light settings, motion blur, par- parallax occlusion mapping, and particle particle effects the release also lists advanced features like software-based ray tracing and volumetric fog hey so there are there's already ray tracing so there you go but can it run crisis (laughs) can crisis run crisis (laughs) find out now that would be a feat if you could play crisis inside of crisis there you go play crisis inside of an arcade in animal crossing Let's see. Let's get to more news here. Um, so there is a like, so there's a controller, a third party controller by the company Hori H O R I. It's called the Fighting Commander, and it has this thing looks like a six button Sega controller. It says like it, it just has a, it has a D pad. It has That's too many buttons. It has a D pad and it has six face no. buttons. <laughs> so I guess. It's good for fighting games? Yeah, that's like a fight pad. Um, I don't know. Hori always makes good fighting games. Like, they make a lot of st- sticks. Like Okay. Any, any well, fighting sense, sticks. Then. Yeah, it's 30 bucks, so I guess... Shit, my microphone. So, yeah, it's only 30 bucks, I guess, if uh, you're in a market for a fighting game pad. This is right up your alley. I just thought... it. I mean, it looks so much like a six-button Sega controller. Um, yeah, I got I got something like that that is for the uh it was the original wireless controller they released for the uh the SNES mini. Oh, okay. But so I bought one of those because it was the only wireless controller, but then I bought uh two eight bit ones. So I got the the good ones, the, the good replica ones. The good one. Um so apparently there's a new flavor of Mountain Dew. I didn't see it in the store yet. Yeah, you didn't because it's COVID flavor. <laughs> It's called Mountain Dew Frostbite. What's it taste like? I don't know, but they have a picture of a shark on it, so I'm guessing it's, it's shark frost flavored. Giant. It's frost giant flavored. So I was going to say it's shark flavored. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but I didn't see it in the store, otherwise I would have got some. So that sucks for us. When I saw the logo, I said something's fishy. Yeah. No. <laughs> Sardine flavored. <laughs> yeah. Disgusting. Uh, creators of Homestar Runner just dropped the massive three-volume soundtrack for free. If you ever want to feel like you're 13 again. Yeah. There's some Homestar Runner music. I I was more into Weeble stuff myself. I was just into Newgrounds in general, but yeah. I was an edgelord kid. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like Newgrounds was really kind of like a taboo place to be when you were like, you know, like 10. <laughs> 
you'd just be on there like, I'm watching these dumb Flash cartoons that, and y- your friend would lean over and be like, yo, dog, there's like, there's porn on this. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a controller for the Hatsune Miku Project Diva Mega 39 uh, that costs $323. Is it a real Miku for you to play with? Nope. It's just like a giant, it is like gigantic XYBA buttons. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. Like Miku's never been smash my... smash your fist on them or something. I don't know. Like the Miku dancing games have never been my jam. I, I just, like in terms of rhythm games, I don't like how they're set up, but that's just... Yeah. I'm I'm very selective about my rhythm games, so <laughs> I'm not, I, I can't just play every rhythm game and feel like this is fine like you're gonna play osu because that's what everybody's playing apparently nah i don't do that (laughs) um so half-life alex is now kind of playable without a vr headset what does that mean kind of playable how can you like grab a grab a pen and draw with it so this mod by r57 zone basically locks alex's hands out in front and lets you control the action with the mouse and keyboard keeping the visuals centered in a way that most pleasant mo- that mostly looks okay and kind of serviceable. I guess though not really on a traditional monitor. <laughs> it's not I easy mean, it's to get still, working though. It still takes kind of the like point of the game away from it. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I mean guess I, you, I don't know. If it you just, absolutely have to and you don't have VR then I guess, but at what point is it just like watch a fucking let's play then? I don't I don't know. I I like <laughs> That's true. I know it's kind of sacrilege in the gaming space, but like I don't give like a flying fuck about Half Life. <laughs> sacrilege. Like, I think Half Life's just mediocre, uh, but that's just my that's my opinion, yo. Words. <laughs> and a lot of people think the games I play are going to be mediocre as fuck, and I mean that's a perfectly fine opinion to have. <laughs> I've just been like, like I mean, there's plenty of games that are considered like legendary amongst gaming space, but I was like, I don't know, I I played Half Life back in the day. The first one and i was like it's okay and like it didn't blow me away or anything yeah. but of course i was like fairly young at the time too <laughs> so, so i was just like eh, that's all right and then so i probably didn't fully understand like a lot of what was going on and then like when half-life like two came out i just was like i, I just don't give a shit <laughs> like <laughs> i was like man i'm like into like a lot of other crazy games so yeah um so later this week minecraft is getting a graphics haul overhaul on pc so last year at gamescom nvidia said that they're bringing real-time ray tracing to minecraft well the beta for that goes uh underway actually today as of this recording it, the beta goes live today to be able to play minecraft with uh built-in native ray tracing if you have an rtx graphics card so that's pretty cool um oh hey a new XCOM game is coming out yeah didn't you think this was a little odd that it was kind of announced like and is coming out so close to gears tactics yeah a little bit <laughs> seems a little suspicious a little suspect it looks okay but it, i mean it is like currently on pre-order since it's like discounted it's only like 10 bucks yeah if you buy it before may 1st you get it for 10 bucks which is pretty cool um it looks all right. You you play as like aliens. It's called Chimera Squad, but yeah, you play as like certain aliens and like hybrids. It looks like yeah, five years squad. after XCOM two. Yeah, it seems like kind of a mini thing that kind of bridges the gap. Uh, clearly built in like the XCOM two engine and all. Okay, which is kind of confusing that it is just labeled as XCOM because when I first saw it, I was like, is this is this just a weird like add on that they made for the original XCOM? <laughs> Like, without putting XCOM 2 in the title, it yeah. was a little kind of confusing, but... They could have gotten the Nintendo round just said, new XCOM. It, <laughs> see, it's like, and that's the thing, it looks like it's a very, like, a fairly short campaign, but I mean, it is only, like, currently 10 bucks, and I think it's going up to, what, 15 or 20? Like, I, I don't know. Uh, so, that's not particularly expensive, and I, it is standalone, so it's like, yeah, you could just download it and play it without having to own <laughs> XCOM 2. Okay. Uh, which seems all right, but it does seem like it's probably going to be more like a fixed story and not as dynamic as something like, like I'm sure you're playing as like your specific squad. It's probably not like XCOM proper where you're getting like customizable units and all this shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, Destiny 2 is getting its own version of the Olympics. 
Yeah, I saw some of this. It yeah. looked weird. Called the Guardian <laughs> Games. Uh, the event will have players try out, compete with one another for the honor of having their Guardian class represented in the tower for the rest of the year. Like, so missing on the Olympics. Destiny ass Destiny stuff. <laughs> yeah, missing on some Olympics. We'll hop on the Destiny 2. Riot tries to force League of Legends player named Corona to change his username. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> what if what if they just like the beer? <laughs> his name his name is Joe Corona. <laughs> it's his real name, and they want him to change his name. Why? He's, what is the world coming to? I did earlier today think of something where it was just COVID, COVID, rock the COVID, COVID-19. <laughs> A year ago, many people knew Corona as the overpriced Mexican beer for impromptu beach parties by rich and beautiful people. In Spanish, it simply means crown. Now it's also glo- known globally as the name of a deadly virus. <coughs> so that's become a problem for 24-year-old Jao Corona, who has both, who both has Corona as his legal surname, has been using it as his League of Legends handle for over a year. <laughs> that's fucked up. It's his legal surname. Yeah. So he logged, leave him alone. He logged into the game and he had a message saying that if he had, he had to change his username if he wanted to keep playing. Wow. F- you know, fuck Riot. Fuck Riot and their Valorant game. <laughs> Let's see what happened after that. So he sent in an email and then he uploaded a screen cap of the conversation. Customer support failed to be persuaded. <laughs> I will kindly ask that you go ahead and change your name to something you like. A player support specialist under the name Monochromy I like the wrote name back. Corona. <laughs> yeah, I like the name Corona. In the meanwhile, I will try and see if it's possible for you to keep it. <laughs> I mean, this is like people, uh, I mean, this is still relevant, but I mean, like, what about the people who were just named ISIS? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But let's see. Okay. So we don't think forcing a name change in this instance is in line with our policies. So we'll be looking into the situation. Ryan Rigney, communications lead for League of Legends, wrote on Reddit. In the meantime, the company has given Corona back his username. So there's a victory for everyone here. <laughs> He gets to be called Corona still. That's good. Small victories. Small, we need these small victories in these times. Um, Outer Worlds writers hire Outer Wilds writer. Yeah, this was a Kotaku headline. Yeah. Yep. Good old Kotaku. I mean, it's pretty much non-news. It's just, I think it's funny. Just like they thought it was yeah, funny. It's a funny headline. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Well, I mean, I like the Outer Worlds and I like the Outer Wilds. So that's cool. Yeah, I think that could end up potentially good for everybody involved. Yeah. <laughs> um, hopefully it doesn't come to the detriment of, uh, I don't know, the company doing that made the Outer Wilds. Because <laughs> <laughs> they lost their rider. <laughs> well, who knows? Maybe 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 they got a side hustle. They got, they got a side hoe. <laughs> Um, Wolfenstein is now a board game, and as usual, it's a Kickstarter, and it has well surpassed its goal. Yeah, I saw this. I was not going to back it, because I just don't. Uh, You're going to get this in, like, ten years. I'm just, (laughs) like, there's also a Doom board game, and I don't know, I'm just like, like, I have a couple of, like, video game-based board games, and I mean, it's like, you got to just really care about the minis, but I'm just like, what does Wolfenstein have? That's like, yeah, like, I mean, BJ Blazkowicz is cool and all, but I mean, they don't have anything that's like, like, I guess an example is I have like the Resident Evil two board game, which I've never actually played, but I mean, Resident Evil two has yeah. like a lot of iconic characters. Like, I mean, yeah, outside of Leon, but it's got like liquor villains and like Mr. X and like all it's got all these yeah. like cool minis of those characters. Or like the I also Dark Souls board game. Yeah, I was like, there's all the cool armor sets and, like, all that shit. So, and, like, the, I mean, mostly with the Dark Souls board game, it's like, look how cool these boss miniatures are. Yeah, exactly. I can see a Doom one so, being pretty cool. I want to have, have a really awesome-looking figure of the BFG 9000. Yeah, well, th- I mean, that becomes a thing with that, but I was like, like, name, like, outside of, uh, like, Hitler's brain in a jar. yeah. There's, thing like yeah. I can't really point I I personally can't I've played like quite a bit of Wolfenstein and I'm like I can't point to anything specifically Wolfenstein that really like is super iconic in a yeah. way 
like like weapon wise what what what's cool weapon wise like they're all just basically real weapons yeah, they're just for all the most World part War II weapons yeah like and i mean you're fighting nazis which like yeah they're fucking nazis yeah. like but i i just think like doom has stuff that's more iconic that works like it's got like yeah. the cyber demon it's got like arachnatrons arc vials like it, it's got you know the coca demon like it, it's got stuff like villains that are intricately designed that aren't just like it's a nazi <laughs> like yeah. it's a it's a dude in a helmet yeah um so this is the last art and that's not to say that's not to say i don't like wolfenstein but that's <laughs> just to say i don't feel when i think of wolfenstein as a board game it doesn't work very well in my mind like i am getting like like i said i have a the which this is going to be weird because it's a lot of Capcom properties, but I mean, you you know, I love Capcom, but it's like I have the Dark Souls board game. I got the, uh, which that's not Capcom, but then I got the uh, Resident Evil 2 board game, and then I have a Street Fighter board game coming, and I have a Devil May Cry board game coming as well. But once again, those all have like iconic characters and villains and shit. Street Fighter's got its whole cast of fighters. <laughs> um. So this is the last article I pulled here. Uh, Sony is making fewer PlayStation 5s this year due to its price and not coronavirus. Well, no, that's not necessarily the full case. Uh, There's a lot of factors coming in with this, but it is like, supposedly it's going to be priced at anywhere from 500 to 550, which I mean, that's to be expected. That sounds pretty spot on. I mean, my guess is still 500. I think 550 is kind of a weird price. Yeah. Uh, but I, I mean, 550 works. It, it just for me personally, it would never be a 75. That's too weird of a number. Yeah, that is really I was weird. like, it, it'd either have to be a 50 or a hundred. That's, or I mean, like obviously four four hundred ninety nine ninety nine. Like it, it's all the fucking same. But you know, you know, you yeah. know how it be. So <laughs> but, yeah, Sony was quoted telling its partners that it will make five to six million PlayStation fives during the financial year ending on March thirty first, twenty twenty one. This only becomes a weird thing because they are holding back Last of Us because fear of like basically physical sales because that you don't want to print like X amount of copies and just have them rotting on store shelves because stores aren't But now they're holding back on PlayStation production. (laughs) But granted, they stand nothing to benefit by holding back the release of a console. And I say that specifically because you would have to get a like... In the case with a game, you can get a digital copy. And then once again, they don't want to dump the money to print physical copies that just end up rotting somewhere it, because like it, the definite increase of digital sales during this time. And they also don't want something like Final Fantasy VII to happen where a lot of people got their copies early in some format and spoiled the game. So that's at least with Last of Us. But I mean, you can't do that with a console. Yeah. Like... Like, you can't spoil a console. <laughs> it, it wouldn't make any sense. And, I mean, like, it it sucks because, I mean, like, I I definitely want one. Yeah. <laughs> and a limited supply kind of sucks. But, sucks. Especially but at the same time, they're like, just going to be. It gets to the point where, like, you go to GameStop and like, yeah, we're getting one in. Yeah. But, I mean, they're, who knows? They're, they're going to be, like I said, it, if they have to take, like, I could see them breaking it into several batches of pre-orders. Yeah. Like there, there's nothing preventing them from being like, Hey, you like there, there's wave one and Hey, you didn't get in wave one, which may, may suck for some may not for others. Cause I mean, not everybody gets a launch console. Yeah. And I mean, Just, like realistically, there's no value in a launch console. Like usually, and especially in this case, it's like nothing's been announced that is coming on launch. Yeah. And at least with Xbox, they've straight up said, like, hey, all Series X games within the first year are going to be playable on Xbox yeah. One. So it's like technically there are no Series X. <laughs> That's true. Games. Yeah. So yeah, but if you do want, I, one, I would assume PlayStation's going to be similar to some extent. Yeah, and if you do, if you do pre-order one, don't go to Best Buy because <laughs> Best Buy's uh, official policy on pre-orders is that a pre pre-order does not guarantee you get one on launch day because that happened to me when i bought a phone there <laughs> and they're like yeah you don't we don't just because you pre-order it doesn't mean you get it when it comes out what are you, yeah it's what are you stupid <laughs> it's, i've heard targets a little fucked like that too yeah it's it's dumb 
It's starting to get that know, way is, anywhere. Is, it, is games is GameStop the savior in this case? Maybe, but also like they're the only ones who haven't fucked up a pre order for me. But like, it seems like Amazon seems to be the way to go for stuff anymore for pre orders. But even that, I know, has gotten screwed up for people. The only fucked up thing I've gotten from, uh, from GameStop is my Dark Souls, uh, Dark Souls One Collector's Edition where the tins dented. Oh shit. Uh, I I mean, there was nothing I could do about that. Like, yeah, <laughs> it sucked. But I was like, I mean, I can't take it back and get a new one. They don't have yeah. any. They got back when they got Dark Souls. They got two copies. Yeah. <laughs> it was like they got we got two copies and you and your friend bought the only copy. So I was like, <laughs> well, fuck his his copies non dented. Mine's the dented one. That sucks. And, like, like, fuck me. But oh, well, I mean, it's still in the end. It's still worth money, I guess. But. It's flawed. Yeah. I kind of, I worry about pre-ordering a console through GameStop. Cause like, what if they're not around for the launch of the console? That that's true, but who knows? Uh, I mean, currently nothing's up and I basically, as we're crawling closer to November, which November, like October, November, December is kind of the projected release. So as we're crawling closer to that, my, theory is pre-orders go up in july so yeah probably so i would hope they could make it from like july august september i would hope yeah (laughs) all right well that's the end of the news so i'm gonna we're gonna put a bullet in this and uh start the next the next podcast but uh if you liked this show give us a rating and or review on apple and podchaser you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just search for Lit Gaming Arena. Go to our website, lga.gg, where you can find where we post the episodes as well as a link to our Discord or just type in chat.lga.gg. You can hang out with us on Discord. And if you'd like to email us, send us an email at social at lga.gg and you can ask us questions and we will read it on the community engagement segment and answer them on that part of the podcast. So... Yeah, that's all the cool stuff, and I'm starting to lose my voice. This is going to be a fun next episode to record. Uh, See you guys next time. Later. something yeah did we do the clap already i can't remember okay i did yeah sorry you like literally cut out as soon as you asked a question uh yep that sounds like discord yeah it was just like i heard everything and then it was like did you and then it just like i was like (laughs) no idea what he said (laughs) 